Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Okay. All right. <laughs> what? I just had a weird brain panic attack. What? Or I couldn't remember like the first thing we said and all oh. I could think was unique New York. <laughs> and I was like, unique. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yes. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. movie comedy podcast and we're going to bring you the entirety of a movie spoilers and all (laughs) that's kim burns that's kim burns and she doesn't have a full brain this week so no and also i'm ketron porter i i thought kim would take the cue of I introduced her introducing me, but that didn't go. That she doesn't way. have a full brain. She doesn't so have a full brain. She couldn't she couldn't put those dots together. Yeah, so you know what guys, that's on me. All my dots are far away from each yeah. other right now. I don't even have dots. I have like <laughs> my dots are just little farts. <laughs> oh gosh. Hi guys. Happy Hi. New Year. Happy New Year. Even though it's already was the New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year again. But like it's all <laughs> for Kim and I in the past. It's This all, is our first is recording our first... in the New Year. Yeah, exactly. Um oh. and what? Happy Friday the thirteenth. Happy Friday the thirteenth. I was gonna play a trick on Kim, you guys, where uh- Oh my god! If you had done that, I I already know. (laughs) I've already been like, oh my god! If Ketrin doesn't remember that she used to do a Friday the Thirteenth movie, I'm gonna lose my mind. (laughs) Well, okay, so that was the trick I was gonna. (laughs) Yeah. Then I got scared and I didn't. So I guess it was good choice. Interest. Your farts made a good choice. (laughs) My farts often do. (laughs) Often do. Um, so yeah, it's Friday the 13th, everybody. And first one of the year, we had to really 
we had to work really hard to 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 remember ourselves I that can't. we had a Friday the 13th movie coming. It came in hot. And guys, let's be honest. Kim was being generous by saying we. <laughs> I was not on top of it. Nor have I ever been. This is our sixth one. I'm not sure that I've ever informed Kim of when the Friday the 13th is. So thank you, Kim. That was very generous of you, but I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you remembered once I reminded you. Yes. Yes. Um, I did. Uh, so how was your how was your holiday? This is holiday was grand. I got to go to Philly for a couple of days, so I got mm-hmm. to see my family and spend a day with my nieces, see my girlfriends. It was very chill and relaxing, yeah. you know, just That's the, the just the uh, the part of my family that is chill and relaxing, That's <laughs> and it's awesome. great. That's great. <laughs> Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. They just thousand. you know drink and have a good old Irish time is what they do, and we did. That sounds- Magical. And then I hung out with Dee a whole bunch, picked me up from the airport, and we had like quite a few days to spend together nonstop. Mm-hmm. And we spent New Year's Eve together, and it was very, very great. I got spoiled with all my time with him. Yeah. He's really great. He Peg is. and Skip approve. <laughs> Ketrin has told me how much she told Peg and Skip all about Dee. And- so many things. <laughs> I told them so much information that they had like follow up questions that I had then had to like get the answer from Kim. <laughs> it's just very exciting. Um, yeah, it really it's great. is. <clears throat> my holiday was my holiday was good. You guys, I feel very grateful that I love my parents so much. Like I just see I can skip, can't beat them. Yeah, but it's like I just see so many like memes and jokes and all that kind of stuff like I believe me I do not take for granted how blessed I am to have parents that I it's not even about loving them that I lo- that I like yeah that I like hanging out with them they're yeah. so fun so the holidays really solidify that for me and um my dad my mom and dad did often they'll let me like host a holiday party so that I don't have to go to lots of different places. I just tell everyone to come to me. <laughs> um, and dad usually makes delicious food and mom makes the house look amazing and they're just amazing hosts. But this time they had to do it not like a dinner for a bunch of, you know, 20 to 30 year olds where we would just like eat dinner and then drink and mom and dad would go up to bed. We did an open house for four hours with like all of my high school friends, their spouses, and their children. But Peg and Skip loved the little babies. Uh, they do, but it was like, it was a tall, like I'm aware that it was a tall order. Like being like, hi, I'm coming home. Please do this really taxing <laughs> thing. But it was super fun. And I got to see all my... looked fun. I got to see all of my... My my kids, and then um, and then I didn't have kids anymore, and it was great. So that was fun. Well, that's great. I'm glad that you had a good time. It looked very fun. Yes, it was. Um, and now I'm back, and my kids like will not get off of me. Like won't leave my side. Like they won't 
not be for in anyone my lap. Who doesn't know she's talking about cats. My cats, yes. It's been um, my cat had her so much can't be away from me that he stood on me like a life raft while I was taking a bath. <laughs> it's um, we know I have feelings about that. I. Kim, I had feelings about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> That's it was, it was intense. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear about a movie? Not yet, because oh, me and you me, to I'm going to tell you, what? not you, but them oh. and Sammy's and uh-huh. everyone to Guys, I have no idea. pick up your thumb right now, oh, yep. scroll down your little phone screen and hit five stars. Just five stars. Hit that five stars. Boop, boop. And if you could just Bing. write a little review that's like, like, I love the them. best. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. That would be great. And mm-hmm. then um, if you want to know what we're up to, follow us at KK Sam Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And then if you, and we do like interactive fun things there. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to join our Facebook mm-hmm. group at Sammy's, Sammy's Stay Alive Maybe. Mm-hmm. And everyone hangs out there and shares funny things and support of each other, and it's all fun and games. Yeah, and, and then our, oh, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say also our Patreon um, is super fun over there. Um, I will have more details for our current patrons, but starting February first, we're going to be making some changes um, that Kim and I are really excited about. Um, so keep an eye on your you know, Patreon notifications. And for those of you that are not our patrons, well, what the fuck? Come over. Hang out. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have. Uh, so, yeah, that's the business. Mm-hmm. And now to the party. Yeah. Hashtag mullets. Mullets. Our podcast is a mullet in 2023. Okay. So, I watched Friday the 13th, uh, Jason Lives, part six. I cannot tell you how long it took me to, like, make sure that it was part six that I was supposed to be watching. (laughs) Can I tell you a secret? Yes, please. That's not really a secret. But I've now watched the opening to this movie two times accidentally. How did that happen? (laughs) Well, I did it when I was watching the part five. Okay. Somehow, I guess I thought we were on six. On and then six. like 10 minutes or probably not even 10, like five minutes in or something. I was like, I just double check or so make sure that this is a, or whatever. Or I thought that whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But like I was confused or something. And if you know about part five and part six, the openings are like very, 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 very similar. Oh, no, it's like similar. the same oh, opening. True. Yeah, that's it's like true. almost identical. Yeah, in like a weird way. So then I like stopped part five or part six, and then went back and watched part five, and was like, "Wait a minute, is this well, the what's movie? happening? <laughs> <laughs> am I am I watching a different one? What's going on? I don't think I remembered that part part five was similar. It didn't ring a bell to me. Literally no the surprise. exact same opening. Great. Well, do I have any questions for you in the opening? I do. I have two questions for you in the opening so let's see how well you do i'll probably fail yeah (laughs) guys goldfish brains that was an entire story where the moral is both kim and i have goldfish brains um all right let's start 
Let's start with director. Tom McLaughlin directed this. That sounds um, familiar. What else doesn't did he it? do? Oh, God. I knew you were going to ask me that. 2023. Not the year that I remember to learn anything. <laughs> Maybe 2024. Maybe that'll be my year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to throw the One talent dream. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just throw it in now? Get it over with. Let's see what else. Tom McLaughlin did with his life. He's known for hmm, Friday the 13th, the game in 2017. I'm trying to see what else we might know. Um, he did three episodes of Friday the 13th, the series in 1989. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not, not, just not the the rest of the stuff that's on here isn't necessarily things that we would have a reference for. So he's mostly interesting. Known for, I guess he's just got a friendly name. I think he does. Tom McLaughlin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then it was written by Tom, uh, as well as Sean Cunningham and Victor Miller. Um, this is a Friday the Thirteenth, so we have many dead or alive's. Uh, so prepare yourself. Great. First, we have Hawes. Hawes, dead. Mm-hmm. Tommy, dead. Megan, dead. Sissy, dead. Court, dead. Paula, dead. Larry, dead. Stan, dead. Roy, dead. Katie, dead. And Sheriff, Dead. Not bad. I see your strategy. <laughs> there's fun numbers for the score today because there's 11 dead or alive. And then there's 11 questions, which makes 22 points. So it's 11, 22, and then 33 together. Nice. Magic. Yep. Numbers. Uh, okay. So you've seen this before, but let's refresh your memory <laughs> we start with a thunderstorm a rumbling and we are in the woods and it's dark and it's scary and there's a car driving down the road all crazy really in a hurry and in the front seat we have a gentleman by the name of Hawes and he's in the passenger seat holding a very familiar hockey mask oh and He's laughing and he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're doing this. Like, he's real jazzed. Tommy Jarvis, uh, formerly known as Corey Feldman, is uh, driving. And if you recall, Tommy is in an institution for his Jason problems. And so he has broken out of the institution and brought his institution friend Hawes with him on this journey. Okay, great. So... I so, do know yes. different actor from last time. Remember last yes. time he was supposed to be a, cause now they're like, how old are they ish? Older than teenagers, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say early twenties. Yeah. Sure. Cause last time they were like meant to be teenagers, but this is like, I was like, oh, this is a 35 year old. Yeah. This, this guy looks like he's twenties in his twenties. Yeah. I think I was actually confused because I did watch this first and then went back and it was and like was a older. younger Tommy, but he looked older. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, <laughs> 
what kind of t- wormhole am I in right now? That must have been a really tough day for you. That's all very confusing. I don't it know that I would. I don't know that I would have sorted it out. Honestly, I think I'd be still trying to figure it out. So uh, Haas is like, I don't know how you talked me into this. And Tommy's like, you didn't have to come, bro. And he's like, this is between me and Jason. And Haas is like, I don't understand why we have to dig him up. I don't understand why, like, seeing his tombstone isn't enough for you. And Tommy is like, it's not enough. We got to burn it. We got to cremate him. We got to make sure that there's nothing to come back. So. Wow. He's he's really focused on this Jason thing. Really focused on this. It's been a lot of years. It's been a lot of years. And he's he's in for a spoiler alert. He's in for a rude awakening. (laughs) He probably should have just let it go. Also, remember at the end of the last one, they set up for him to be like the next yes killer, basically, he, or Jason. He got institute. He he sorted that out. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I think it's because everyone was mad that Jason wasn't in the last one. So they right. were like, well, we got to bring Jason back. Yeah. Even yeah. though we set it up for this guy to be the killer now. <laughs> I wish that the first scene had been like him in his therapist's office being like, so in conclusion, I don't think I'm going to be Jason anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just to make it like a clear through yeah line. yeah that would be more helpful honestly yeah, yeah and then he's like but i am gonna go cremate the body so and <laughs> i think not, that and would now, really bring closure and now we're off to the races now we're yeah. now we're in the movie right i think the way that i don't become jason is to like cremate his body. cremate that yes exactly that's, that's how i can it's basically witchcraft so then hawes like turns around there's a can of gasoline in the back seat Cut to them at the tombstone. And I had a question. I said, who paid for Jason's tombstone? His mother is dead. And, like, it's not like the state is like, oh, you're dead. Here's a tombstone. That shit's expansive. Like, you, you yeah. have they even to. bury you? Don't they just, don't they automatically cremate you? Like, I put you in a pot? think but you so. Just, like, they just put you, like, in a cardboard box somewhere. I think so. Yeah. I so but somebody came to the real mystery. Put the bill. That's what seven's about. Who paid Very for Jason's Jason. tombstone? Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Um wow. way to spoil so, it. Yeah, I know. Sorry. So <laughs> that's our next Friday the 13th. Who paid for Jason's tombstone? So they come to the grave and Haas is like, okay, here there it is. Let's go. And hoping that that's gonna be it. But no, Tommy takes the shovel and starts digging and digs a six foot deep grave very quickly. Like I was like, Thomas, you are, you missed your calling as a grave digger, sir, because (laughs) he's been working out. It was impressive. So he dig, dig, digs. And then I also had an observation, the Foley, like, did you ever notice that the thunder sound of, like, any movie, it's the same thunderclap <laughs> totally. every time? <laughs> that makes and sense. I just, I thought that was so funny. Um, so they make it down to the coffin. And Hawes, again, is like, there's your proof. Time coffin. to go. And Tommy's like, nope, hand me the crowbar. So he's not even going to, like, douse the coffin and burn it he's like i gotta see this yeah because he doesn't know if that body's inside but here's the problem that i thought of is i was like bruh you're not gonna be able to like id jason like the decomp that this body would have gone through is not gonna be identifiable he'll know 
He'll oh, no, like well. Soul. Spoiler alert, he does. So <laughs> Yeah, because this this Jason dead body is from when he was a child. Yes. It's right? like well. Right? Not no, I think isn't he a big lumbering lug in like No, because Four. To- yeah. Oh, from I'm so, I'm so sorry. When Tommy was a child, that's I'm sorry. I was thinking you were saying uh, when Jason was Jason a child, was and child. I was like, uh, uh, I don't think so. I think we've no, no, no. Jason's a grown up. Yes, no, yeah. So uh, Tommy several, was a child though. Yeah, so it's been several when this fucking Jason years. was buried. Yeah, so the body yeah. is going to be decomped. Um, and sure enough, he opens it up, and it's maggots galore. It yes. is like maggot Coachella in there. Ew. And he's incredibly no, skeletal. You. He is made of skeleton and maggots. And we now hear uh, from four where like Tommy is being like, die, die, die. Like he's having a flashback to it. Right. So then he kind of like can't handle it. And he runs over to a gated part of the cemetery and like pulls a rod from the fence out so it's like an iron rod with a pointy at the tip Mm -hmm. and he goes over and stabs the corpse many many times die 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 that's that's good yeah Yeah. um and gotta make sure he's he's really covering all of his bases (laughs) um then he leaves it there and like leaves it in the body and Hawes is like oh boy he must have really messed you over Tommy then throws the hockey mask into the grave and he's like, fuck you, Jason. And they walk away. Lightning strike hits the rod. Question one, what do you do? What does Tommy do? What do I do? What does Tommy do? Mm -hmm. So all you see is light is a lightning strike and it hits the rod. Go back in time. Don't stick that rod inside him in the middle of a lightning storm. <laughs> yeah, great choice. Um, what do I do? Well, I got things on me. I got all my shit that's ready to go. So I'm going to go back mm-hmm. and light this bitch on fire. And cremate him like I came to do. Like you came to do. What's Tommy do? I think he um, does nothing. Keeps keeps on keeping on. One point. Yes, you have the materials that you need. Go burn the corpse. Go do that. He instead was walking away. So mind you, he stabbed the corpse... Mm-hmm. And then threw the mask in and then was going to leave. And I was like, bro, you're here. You dug it. You found the corpse. Burn yeah, so it. So much do, work for no do reason. Do your thing. So he comes back and tries to pull the rod out of the body. Mm-hmm. So now he's like in the grave because like oh, he's trying to get no. leverage. Tommy. Yeah. And we see an eyeball open in the grave Uh-oh. and i was like you guys that eyeball was not there that was um that was a maggot in that Ew. eye socket that was not there but now he's got a fully fleshed out eyeball and um <laughs> so he's trying to pull 
the rod out. He gets it out. He hops back out of the grave. Jason! Yeah. He's grabbed and he's trying he's to. Alive. He's alive! Jason lives! And so he's Jason's trying to pull him back in. Uh, Tommy manages to like kick him in the head and kick him back into the grave. And he runs over to get the gasoline now. And I'm like, bro. You could have done this so much more efficiently. You could have done this when he was still a skeletal maggot corpse and you fucking waited. So he douses Jason with gasoline. And now he's standing there trying to light a match. Oh, no. You didn't even bring a freaking. Didn't even bring a lighter, lighter, bitch. He brought a fucking matchbook from a dive bar like i'm like those bitches don't even light in on a good day like you can't bring a matchbook to a lightning fight you can't bring that's getting written down that's getting (laughs) written down and hung up on my wall in my vision board yes bring a matchbook to a lightning fight damn truer words guys um, <laughs> that was just fucking. She's dropping gems, you guys. Twenty twenty three. Catherine's new guru. Twenty twenty three. So he lights it. It goes out, obviously, and like he manages to light it, but it like goes out. Yeah, of course. Blows. It's yeah. yeah. And so now he's standing there and he's trying to light it, but now it's a torrential downpour. So now they're wet. And he's literally just standing there, like, just over and over again, <laughs> staring at Jason, just trying to light it. Um, you brought this on yourself. You really did, sir. bro. You really did. Question two, what do you do? What does Hawes do? So Jason Jason is standing there, like, staring at uh, Tommy. Tommy's trying to light a match. What, do you, what does Hawes do? I'm going to run to my truck and get on out of there <laughs> you did this to yourself bro, I mean, as i just said. i mean yeah what is uh what does good old uh, Haas do i think he tries to like fight jason or you know do something he does it doesn't go well because it's jason i bet so he comes up behind him with the shovel and hits okay. jason in the back of the head Jason obviously turns around like it was a slight breeze that blew his hat off. (laughs) Does he still have a rod in him? No, Tommy got it out. Tommy got the rod out. So, like, I don't even know. Like, I'm like, why did you, like, what? What were you doing, Tommy? Like, you were all. I thought he was just walking around with, like, a sword chest. (laughs) That would have been great. (laughs) The missed opportunity is what I'm saying. So. Uh, Jason turns around and then just grabs Hawes's heart right out of his chest. Oh, I mean, wow. Like, it, but like through goodbye. the back, like he, he like grabs it through and then just keeps going. So his heart is wow. just out the back of him. And um, Hawes is dead. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, okay. Most yeah, people don't dead. survive without their hearts and in their body. And Hawes is included in that. Yeah. So Tommy now realizes that he's, He's fucked himself. So now he gets into <laughs> the car and drives off. Furiously trying to light matches. <laughs> yeah, he's still over there trying to light wet matches. Um, no, he gets the car, drives off. Like, was it at least wooden little box of wooden matches? No, or like girl. A, 
No, a, girl. A, a it was cardboard a match. match. No. Book. It was a book. It was a flimsy ass book, <sighs> Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Um, what am I going to do with you? Jason puts the hockey mask on, and we're off to oh. the races. I mean, we just gave that to him. Here we did. We were like, "Here you go." <laughs> I don't need this anymore because I've worked through my trauma, <laughs> and I'm not yeah. going to be Jason now. So I told just my therapist it. that it's not going to be me. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, just wanted to pay it forward. Yeah, that's what he was doing. So credits, back to the movie. Tommy pulls into the police. The, the movie's over. Credits. <laughs> uh, Tommy pulls into the police station. And the sheriff is asleep uh, at his desk. And Tommy comes rushing in with no chill. Spoiler alert. Also, Tommy never, ever, ever has an ounce of chill mm-hmm. to his name ever. Yeah. Um, if uh, if chill was money, he'd be poor. Yeah. Well, you know, he had a he had a he had a tough childhood. He did. Yeah. So the cop wakes up and like almost shoots him, like pulls his gun on him right away. And he's like, don't shoot, don't shoot. And this is where we learn that. Sheriff Garris was really vying for. The next Thomas Janine quippy <gasps> line Thomas Janine category nomination because we get his first line, which is, "You should be in showbiz, kid. You sure know how to make an entrance." Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Delayed and lackluster <laughs> response. I had to think about it first. No, that was and then. <laughs> No, that was a warranted response. That was just, yeah. <laughs> so Tommy is freaking out. Cop says to chill out or I'm going to paint these walls with your brains, kid. And I was like, whoa, you are the sheriff. sheriff. You are the You're supposed sheriff. to protect us. He's bad at his job. He is like, let's just say if police officers of today want to make a compilation of good cops from movies don't use this one (laughs) it's not good um so office so he's freaking out now officer rick comes in with takeout and he's like it's crazy it's raining out there (laughs) and tommy is like we don't have time for takeout and i was like i do i want takeout right now and so Sheriff is like, throw him in the slammer. They have the jail cell that's like in the. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So he throws him in there. They lock him in. They're like, we're going to take you back to the institution tomorrow. Because he's like, aren't you that kid that went nuts? Oh, because he broke out of the institution. Yes. Oh, so they're like, oh, he's just crazy town. Yeah. Yeah. And we also learned that they changed the name of Crystal Lake to Forest Green. Because they don't want an association Crystal with Lake the murders. Forest Green. Yeah. Okay. And so they're doubly mad because they're like, stop screaming about Jason. We're trying to leave that behind. And I'm like, well, you probably shouldn't have had a marked grave right in your cemetery. So Tommy is like, just go to just go to the cemetery and just see like the proof is right there. Yeah. Fair. Question three, what do you do? What does Sheriff do? Um, I think that, uh, I think that I'm going to go look. 
just to be sure. Okay. And I think that he does not. <laughs> he does not. He tells him to chill in the slammer and he'll take him to the clinic in the morning. And Tommy's like, you're going to be sorry. You're going to be sorry. <laughs> so now we cut to a couple in the car um, in their 20s driving down the road. Forest Green Lane. Yes, they are driving down Forest Green Lane and they're lost. Um, oh. And it's raining. And oh. they're looking for the camp because they are the two head counselors oh, at the camp no. that is still in session. Apparently, oh, which is no. like, guys, 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 literally just don't have a camp at the lake. Just don't have a camp at the lake. That's mm -hmm. it. So she, they're lost, blah, blah, blah. She then slams on the brake. Remember, it's torrential downpour, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Standing in front of the car in the middle of the road is our friend Jason. Mm -hmm. And this queen bitch, so it's a girl and a guy. This queen bitch says, I've seen enough horror movies to know any weirdo wearing a mask is never friendly. Mm. Yes, queen. Yes. So she starts to back up and turn around. But there's a gully on either side of the road, like just like a trench, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's raining, so it's muddy. And so, like, the tire starts to go into the gully. And her dude is like, no, 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 don't do that. Like, if we get our wheels stuck in there, like, we're never going to get out of that. And she says, okay, well, do you have a better suggestion, Kim? Do you uh, have a better suggestion? I'm going to just keep reversing. Okay. Until I get to a point where I could fully turn around and then um, drive away forever. Okay. What does he suggest? He suggests just going forward, just maybe trying to go around him or something. That's one and a half points because his thing is like just a little dumber than yours, but like almost there. He does say we're going to drive forward, but it's with the sole purpose of trying to scare Jason. To scare oh, him. Because, like, I, I did have the thought of, like, I'm going to run him right over. But I was like, they don't know. Yeah. That, that they don't quite, know that it's Jason. That would be quite a jump for just, yeah. like, some creepy guy standing in the road. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But we'll, so like, play chicken with him, basically. That's exactly what they're going to do. He opts for chicken. Um, <laughs> and so she drives right up to him, slams on her brakes. He doesn't move, obviously. And so now the dude is like honking and she's like, great idea, asshole. Like she's kind of pissed. <laughs> and Jason takes his takes. Oh, he's got the rod. That's his uh, weapon right now is the, oh. the rod that was inside of him. And so he takes the rod and punctures her tires. So now oh, you're fucked. Oh, no. Like, goodbye. You're fucked. You may as well have been in the gully. 
Yeah. And so she's like, okay, now I'm going to start driving in reverse with my like punctured tire. And I'm like, I mean, you don't have a choice now. Like you're not going to get away, but like what choice do you have? So Mm -hmm. the dude who's a fucking idiot then is like the hell we are. And he gets a gun out of his glove compartment. Okay. And she's like, I didn't know you had a gun. So now we have a whole other like relationship situation where it's like, she's apparently dating someone that doesn't know has a gun in her, in his glove compartment. (laughs) And I feel like that's something that should be talked about. Um, But don't worry. They won't have to worry about it for much longer. So (laughs) um, he gets out of the car and points the gun at him and this is what I loved about this movie. There's no lead up to deaths. It they are Im- they're oh, lickety they're fast and split. quick, de split. Yeah. So like he points the gun, and before I can even write, points the gun, he is stabbed through <laughs> with the pole immediately. Oops. He then pulls the pole out and stabs it into the through the windshield at her. Mm-hmm. She manages to get away and starts crawling because it's muddy and slippery I'll give her that it was muddy and slippery and she falls into the muddy gully so now she's like kind of stuck in the gully and Jason is like standing over her now and she's like please wait a second question five why does she why is she telling Jason to wait a second what's she gonna try wait a second maybe she offers him like money or something like my dad is someone important and I can help you. And what do you do? Turn your life around. <laughs> I can help you turn your life around. <laughs> end of the movie. Your zombie life. Around. Yeah. End of the movie. And he, he and then does. They get married and yeah. they live happily ever after. And yeah. Have little well, zombie okay. Babies. Well, good night guys. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like money or something. Okay. Um, I. (laughs) (laughs) You're stuck. Wait a second. Oh. Kim just whips her boob out. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I was like, how do I distract him? Yeah. It's my boobs. (laughs) Um, Plus it's the 80s. (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) What year was this? 86? Six. Let's see. Um, <laughs> okay, this is just a brainstorming thought. Sure, sure, sure. Brainstorming session. But like the old, hey, look over there. Yeah. <laughs> Distraction. Yep. Okay, let's add that to the brainstorming board. <laughs> Putting everyone. that on the whiteboard. Yeah, what else, what else do we have here? That what else can option. we add to the... Brain cloud. Just saying, how can I distract this <laughs> how can guy? We, how can we top that, writers? How can we? That's a good starting point. How can we top that? <laughs> well, then, because I'm in the gully. You're in the fucking gully. I'd prefer to call it a trench, only because I don't. Gully feels deeper than what this is. This is. Your wheel okay, would that's get what I was st- just going to ask. How much, yeah. how deep are we? Your wheel would get stuck and fucked. But like you're standing up. T- if you were standing, you'd be up to your shin. Oh. <laughs> oh, I. <laughs> this is my second brainstorm. <laughs> so I was about to 
play dead by oh. drowning myself oh. in the gully. Oh, fake drowning myself in the gully. Little trip and fall at a bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, oh. Bloop, bloop, bloop. It's dead. Not a, it's not. You know what? Let's add it to the board, everybody. Add it to the board. No bad ideas here. I'm going with that one. Okay. A little like a like a I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't you know I can't I can't see how deep yeah. this is so like a drowning or a hurting death yeah I slip okay. and I fall and I'm dead okay no need for uh, him to kill me I'm dead already honestly you know what I'm feeling generous <laughs> and I feel like you are fucked you're getting murdered so like your idea of trying to pretend drowned is no better than her idea of offering him her Amex. Like, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're you're fucked, so I feel like you got to throw spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. Um, you're dead, but you did you your gotta best. You got to just, you got to brainstorm spaghetti on the wall. Yes, brainstorm spaghetti on the wall. So as she's looking at, for her wallet, like, has her head down, she looks back up and he's gone. And she's mm-hmm. like looking around and then he jumps down so that either foot is on either side of her head and then stabs her through the face mouth Whoa. into the gully. What a kill. And her um, Amex floats away. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you know, you don't know that this is just a crazy killer guy. Most people want to rob you. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't think it's any worse of a night. Like. It would be a bad yeah. idea if she was like, you know what? I think you're that serial killer right. Jason that should that's been dead for upwards of twelve years now. So Tommy wakes up in jail. It's the next morning, and a bunch of kids come in, and we have Megan, who is the sheriff's daughter, and then we have Sissy and Paula, who are their friends, and then we have Court, who's a dude. How old and are they? All twenties. They're all oh. Um, oh, okay. Young twenties. Uh, they are all going to be counselors at the camp. Spoiler alert! Great. So they are actually coming in to be like, Dad, we're all at the camp now, and the two main counselors head that counselors. are the ones who are going to tell us what to do. Yeah, the head <gasps> counselors. Thank you. They never showed oh, up. No. So uh, sheriff is like. They're or they're like you know I think they had car trouble. Can you go look for them? And uh, Court is got you know his Walkman on and his ripped up jeans. And the sheriff looks at him and says, "Your mom own a sewing machine, kid?" Because his jeans are ripped up. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like. Can we just insert that Price is Right sound into every, after everything he we're says? We're going to have a lot. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of them. So um, they're, so they're like, they're supposed to organize. Like, the kids are coming. We don't know what the fuck to do with a bus of kids. And Tommy starts spouting off in the jail cell. And sure. he's like, I hope Jason didn't get him. And all the kids are like, what? But Megan is like fascinated as fuck. Fuck. Like I'm talking like Disney villain arched eyebrow fascinated. Mm. Like she's just like, tell me more. I'm a I'm a firebrand. Who you can't predict what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we're all supposed supposed to be titillated by her mischievousness. Cop uh, Sheriff Garris 
shoves them out of the office and they're all kind of giggling and scolds Tommy for being like, I don't want you to poisoning my daughter's mind with your Jason theories. And Tommy's like, they have to be warned that Jason is back. Like, you know, people are going to get killed. Cut to the old cemetery caretaker, which I was like, goals. I would love to just like be the caretaker of a cemetery. I like think you could do that. I think that's an achievable goal. Yeah. I just think, yeah. Like probably pretty easily. I don't yeah. think many people are fighting you for that job. Right. To be that's not, like, there's not like a long, like on could, LinkedIn, there's not a ton of competition. Get after but here's, that right now. Well, because here's what I want. Here's, here's where it's a little stickier. I want the thing where I'm like living in an old cottage on the grounds and my, my, uh, and it's in Ireland and it's in like oh. the 1800s. <laughs> oh, and oh, like I'm also oh, okay. a creepy witch. Right, right. Okay. There's a little more to the, to the dream. Right, right. So Got it's it. just kind of that thing where like Including I'm Including time travel. Yeah. So it's like that thing where like I'm a good witch, but I'm also like kind of creepy and the neighborhood all talks about me and they're like, but she is just the caretaker of the cemetery. Like, aren't we right. being unfair? And they secretly come to me for herbal potions, but then who's the first person they blame when things start going awry? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Did I maybe, just write a movie? Maybe one day. Here's hoping. Fingers crossed. So... <laughs> Uh, but he's quite inebriated and he seems his bottle is named. He has a name for his bottle and I say it somewhere else. Let's just call her Diane or Kathleen. I think it's Kathleen. He keeps calling her Kathleen and he's real drunk and he's super pissed that a grave is open and he doesn't want to touch it like he's pissed he's like I don't want to touch that fucking maggoty ass grave like I know I buried that shit mm-hmm. and like I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not yeah. gonna put the boot because there's a leg kind of hanging out of it like a shoe and right. so he you know so he's like I'm not putting that shoe back in I'm just burying that bitch up and so he covers the grave and oh yeah so Hawes is in there cut to Jason striding through the woods Cut to our kids unloading at camp. Paula, who's one of our kids, is really nervous about what Tommy said. Like, she's just like, I didn't like that whole stuff. Megan is wildly curious and fascinated and starts telling them the legend of Jason. Mm -hmm. And we know it. We're familiar. And then she goes, and there's only one thing more terrifying. And they're like, what? And then we hear beep beep and she points out the window and it's a busload of kids Kids. (laughs) 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 and sissy looks out the window and says i think i'd rather deal with jason and i was like (laughs) you're not a hundred percent wrong but yeah so cut to someone in the woods uh in very dorky camo so I wrote a lot of details about this. I didn't need to, but it, I couldn't figure out what was happening or what was going on. This is a work trip with like some characters that we only see for this scene. That's it. They are playing paintball in the woods. Okay. So they're hunting each other. And got we got our two guys, Stan and Larry, who are just, you know, the real Laurel and Hardy of this operation. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for. Roy, who's just a real wily fella, 
and they're mad that he's really besting them. He's he seems to be really good at this paintball, and he's a real dork. Um, and they're arguing, arguing, and then they're shot yeah. with paint. And it's a woman, Kim, a woman, a oh woman shot gosh. them. A woman a bested, woman bested them, them at their manly duties. Wow, what losers! And what total losers! They and should just go inside to a basement for the rest of their lives and write angry comments to other people online. I mean, (laughs) hold that thought, won't you? So uh, they're like a woman and she makes them put on their headband. So like when you're shot and you're dead, Mm -hmm. um, you literally have to put a headband on that says dead. Yeah, you're dead band. Yeah, you're dead band. And so they're walking ahead of her and they're like, they should never have let her play. Uh, because she's a woman is what they're saying and one of them is like yeah and one of them is like uh she's a top executive i was like the yes she is and she's yes she is queen yeah she's her fucking boss now we cut to some other fucking dude who literally is in his basement like watching andrew tate videos a thousand percent (laughs) he is chopping indiscriminately at the woods with a and he's literally (laughs) saying here i will read it (coughs) the transcript that's kim's theater intro music dumb broad she tricked me should have stayed in the kitchen shouldn't be allowed in these games oh my gosh so andrew tate is in this movie (laughs) <laughs> Question six: What do you do? What does Jason do? I thought you Jason. Like Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> hand in hand, mm-hmm. we do. We still have our pole. Still got your pole. I mean, what a smorgasbord of delight we can mm-hmm. do! Oh yeah, I think hand in hand, we're gonna start off. With a little javelin throw. Is that what it's called? Javelin? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Just going to be like. Love it. Just like. Love it. Right into his head. Love it. Okay. But then we'll go up and get our best friend. The machete. Love it. And what and does then, Jason do? No, this is hand in hand. And oh, then, hand in um, hand. And then chop his head off. Just to make sure. One point for you. I'm going to give you a half point for Jason because you guys were definitely in the same writer's room for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, He goes up and somehow manages to chop off this dude's arm with the rod. The pokey stick. Yeah. In some way. Sammy's, I may have missed that he picked up some sort of sharp thing, but I don't know. Um, Chops his arm off. And then he takes his head and shoves it into a branch. So it just goes. So he lets the forest do some of his work. Come, little forest sprites, help me vanquish this (laughs) basement demon. That's the voice of Jason. Yes, it is. Yes, come along. My (laughs) name is Jason. Jason Morgan. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) 
But then he does grab his machete. <laughs> Good. <laughs> he got his machete. Just for future time. So we each cut a piece off and stabbed a piece in the head. Exactly. You know, so similar. Very similar I just vibes. Really, I really liked his use of the forest, which is why I gave you sure, 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 the half sure. Point. Yeah, I know that you're a big fan of forests. Foraging. Yes. Yes, with my new mushroom book that I got for Christmas. Guys, I won't talk about it. It's so nerdy, but it's great. Um, Kim's eyes rolled so far back in her head just now. <laughs> I love it. She was talking about it during sync, and then someone was like, during like our sync call, and someone was like, well, for some reason I feel better about this than the crows. And I was like, for some reason I don't. Yeah, the, the group and is I'm divided. St- Once you just showed pictures, I, I it really solidified my feelings. Yeah, Kim I feel is pro- way better about the crows. Yeah, Kim is pro crow. Uh, Jenna, uh, is- I wouldn't go as far as pro crow. <laughs> I'm just anti mushroom. Anti mushroom. No, okay, two different things. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we <laughs> a little far. We'll do we'll do a poll. We'll do a poll on Instagram. You can say if you're pro crow or pro mushroom. Uh, for my hobbies, or you can say both. Live your best life. Um, I'm sure right. the Sammies will support you. I'm sure they hobbies. will too. But yeah, my friends can only be stretched so far. Be as invested as they the don't. Rest of us. They don't have to hear about it during sync calls or have pictures of their new forging <laughs> books sent in the text chain. I hear you. Okay, so <laughs> what just happened? Oh, Jason killed Andrew Tate. All right, cut to cops. Oh, so the sheriff is following Tommy's truck. The sheriff is following Tommy's truck. Oh, because they're taking him back to... So they're making sure that Tommy drives his own truck? Yes. Yes. But like, okay. Yes. I hear it. I hear it. They're like escorting him. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're just escorting him. Yeah. Okay. So they're escorting him. And he's like... Uh, Sheriff is like, he really believes Jason, or no, his partner says, he really believes Jason is still alive, and the sheriff is like, yeah, and I'm worried what he'll do to prove it. So, that's why they're following him. So they're afraid that what was going to happen at the end of five... That the therapy didn't take. Yeah. Yeah. There's a high recidivism rate for uh, Jason's. Like, Mm -hmm. once you've had a taste of, like, becoming Jason, it's really tough to kick it. Kick it. Um, I could see that. So now we're back with, oh, one of our camo guys, Roy, who was the one that Stan and Larry were mad about being so good at the paintball game. And he's bumbling through the woods. He's a real, he's a real, he's a real Rick Moranis kind of guy. Rick Moranis? Rick Moranis. Anyway, like, he's Mm -hmm. that kind of character, okay? Yeah. And, like, he trips and, like, his gun goes flying, right? Oh, buddy. But then he, like, can't find it because he, like, needs really thick glasses. Like, that's yeah. that's who we're dealing with. Sure. So now we cut to Stan and Larry and Katie, who's our boss bitch. And uh, she's like, game's over. And they're like, what about Roy? And Katie's like, he probably pelleted at himself. And then they hear something. Jason jumps out. And really efficiently just decaps them all in one Wow, just swoop. one, two, three. Just whoop, whoop. Yep. Whoop. Just three heads rolling. Okay. That bums me out for Katie because she had a really bright future ahead of her. She had a hugely bright future. Um, and I just but. wish that, I feel like her biggest mistake was associating with these losers. Jabronis. Yep. Uh, and that was really her mistake. So 
we see once they're all decapped that Roy is like stand was standing behind them like about to shoot them with paintballs and now he's like oh gosh oh my gosh and then he pees his pants he pees his pants and he starts running screaming for help through the woods cut to a sign that says eternal peace cemetery Tommy drives past it and he sees it and he makes a quick turn trying to lose the cops Mm -hmm. future home Uh, Trying to lose them. So now the cops are chasing him into the cemetery. And now they're chasing him through the cemetery. Mm -hmm. And so he's running through. They catch him. And he is handcuffed, like, just a few feet away from the grave. And so he's like, look, look, it's it's dug up. Well, no, it's not. It's covered over. It's covered over. Right. But it would still look like a fresh cover, you know. It would still be suspect. I agree. I don't know that these cops are doing a ton of detective work. Yeah. I think they're just not great at the job. Um, So Tommy's freaking out. Also, to be fair, like, Jason's been dead for, like, for a long... Over a decade. Yeah. So it's like, I also kind... And this kid's been in an institution. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, it's like, you kind of can't... Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think I blame. I'm not saying these cops are bad at their job because they didn't pick up this bait. I think that they're bad at their job because they're abusive. And we're going to see that in a second. So Tommy's freaking out. Other cop draws his gun that has a laser dot and is pointing it directly at Tommy's head. And I'm just like, you can't just shoot people, except they do. And I guess they have been for a while. So care t- so the gun is pointed at Tommy's head. The caretaker comes out now and he's like, What's the problem? <laughs> and <laughs> and Tommy What's the what's the problem? <laughs> what are you doing in my cemetery? You're already fully embodying it. I am, thank you. Tommy starts <laughs> you and your crows and my mushrooms and, your mushrooms. and my tombstones. God, it's the <laughs> What's dream. <a> problem. You're <laughs> interrupting me and my crows looking at the mushrooms. <laughs> it's me. Get out of here. <laughs> so Tommy starts yelling for him to dig it up. He's like, because it's not, it, it's Hawes in there. You're going to see not a maggot skeleton. You're going to see a fresh body that is my friend. The cops take him away. And I am like, oh, oh, what do you think I am? A real fart head? Oh, oh. <laughs> a fart head? Yeah, and then he takes a swig at Kathleen. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. I I hope that. Um, do you want to come I su- visit? I support you in your ventures. Thank and, you. Uh, I might be um, living in a different country somewhere by then, but we Kim, still- want to come, okay. want to come hang out in my cabin at the cemetery. I got a whole bunch of these <laughs> mushrooms to show you. My crows will serve you tea. This is a capped mushroom. This is a. If you notice, it's got a gillless, t- uh, the gillless top to it, which puts <laughs> it into the the schlumula shl- flumula category of fungi. What's that? Sorry, I'm going under a tunnel. <laughs> Can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So where where am I? All right. So <laughs> so he's a real, I'm a real fart head. They think I'm a real fart head, but I'm not. 
So now we cut to camp kids. And they're all trying. So they've separated the girls and the boys. And Court is with the boys. And Megan, Paula, and Sissy are with the girls. And they're like, kind of, they're trying to do their best to be like, we're going to have a great weekend. And I'm like, okay, it's just weekend camp. Um, and we're, they're like, we're going to build bonfire. Like, they don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> they don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, and so that's happening. So now we cut to the sheriff dropping Tommy off. Oh, I guess. Okay. So he's dropping Tommy off with his car at like the like border, like, yeah, like forest green, like now entering forest green. Like that's where he's like, get out of here, get in your truck and get out of here. Unless just drop him at the border. Yeah, they didn't goodbye. arrest him. They were like, goodbye. They were like, get out of here. But they also didn't take him back to the institution. No, I, no, they didn't. So, again, they're not great at their jobs. But the sheriff does say, if I see you again, you'll be wearing your balls as earrings. Mm-hmm. Thomas Janine, you are not. <laughs> Cut to... Thomas Janine is Tom Atkins, for anyone who hasn't... Um... Listen to all 229 episode. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so cut to nighttime at the cemetery. And I'm drunk again on Kathleen. And... <laughs> <laughs> and uh-huh. now we cut... But So that's where we are. But we also have a couple that's making out on a blanket in, in the, the cemetery. cemetery. Also you. Also me. This is and young they, you. It is young me. And they have some really weird banter. Like, very strange banter. She looks like some sort of, like, 40-year-old Mormon, but, like, is supposed to be a sexual being of some kind. And, like, <laughs> he's drinking champagne, and she's like, let's do it. And he's like, oh, I'm kind of tired. And, you know, I had a rough day. And, oh, never mind. And then they're doing it on the blanket. Like, it was just very strange <laughs> okay. banter. I just kind of feel like they didn't have a ton on the brainstorming whiteboard and just sort of. Right. They threw you know, like one slap of spaghetti up there and just used it just and went right it. with it. Yeah. So just a, it, it just wasn't just an old yucky. Yeah. But, but don't worry. Slimy piece of spaghetti. Not yeah. It's not, choice. it's not al dente. It's, it's really gross. Yeah. Kind of grainy. Yeah. Um, and don't worry, we don't have to spend too much time with this couple because they're about to die. I love that in this, like movies like this, like you just know that everyone's, yeah. <laughs> everyone's dead. So, so, um, and if we introduce a character that we've never seen before, it's like, no, you're, you're introduced to be slaughtered. That is your purpose. <laughs> um, but we cut back to me for a second and he, I can't find the road to my own life. I, I'm just like, ah, and he takes a bottle out and he's like, ah, oh, Kathleen, you got me lost again. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be the real death of me. What, what a way to go though. <laughs> Jason. I'm Jason. And no. how do you think I am Jason? But I'm Jason by, I'm Jason by my sweet Kathleen because oh. Jason, what do you? Is it my favorite that? kill? It's your favorite, ah, Jason. Yep, I'm Jason by your favorite kill. Wow. Well, I mean, what a way to go. If if I was gonna lose you, it would be with my favorite kill. That's what I fucking said. He literally says, "What a way to go." 
and is stabbed in the throat with Kathleen. So, Stephen, of the couple that's about to die, hears the scream. And he gets up to go check on it. And Jason sees him. They run. They get on a bike? What? Oh, I guess they had a mo- but we that's why. We didn't see them enter. So mm-hmm. I was like, where the fuck? But they get on a motorcycle. And the girl is like, we got to get to the sheriff. Nope. Jason just stabbed you right through both of us. Mm-hmm. Right on through both of us. He doesn't have time for Goodbye. two stabs. He no. is an efficient stabber. He's like, I've been laying in the ground for 12 years. I got, I got so many kills to catch up on. So many kills. To, you've heard of kill two birds with one stone. He's kill two people with one stab. Mm-hmm. Good for you. So, him. guys, just so you add know. That to your, add that to your vision oh, board to my, list. To my guru, my book that mm-hmm. I'm writing about right. my guru, Kim Burns. Yep. Guys, this is a little non sequitur, but... I really don't like the phrase killing two birds with one stone. And I find that it's a sentiment that I have to use often. So if you're like me and you would like a less violent, upsetting way to express the same thought, I Mm -hmm. say feeding two birds with one scone. Mm -hmm. That's just that's free, guys. And that's, that's for why free. she's going to live in a cemetery <laughs> with mushrooms and crows. Yes. In the future. I'm, and baking scones to feed my birds. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. With a bottle of whiskey named Eric. Named Eric. Oh, my gosh. Because he thinks he's going to die before me, which he probably is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so cut to camp bunch of beds. Nope. Cut to camp. Cut to camp. Bunch of beds. <laughs> Cut to camp. There are a bunch of beds. Uh, this camp has a hearth, by the way. I'm going to name my camp Bunch of Beds. <laughs> camp Bunch of Beds. <laughs> I think it's a great name. It's just, we just nap. Just it's camp. Beds. It just, what's our activity? Napping. Um, I just heard about this on a podcast the other day. I think you would love it. It was camp about. Um, what was it called? Don't know. I wasn't there. It, it's like tourist sleeping or something like that where people like take a vacation just to like just to sleep and you have like a pillow menu <laughs> like count me just, the flying fuck rooms in. that it real dark and quiet you know oh, just man yeah. oh maybe man. a sweet number i assume i can only assume <sighs> that sounds yeah, sounds right up your alley awesome that sounds I mean, really awesome not the vacation I want, but probably the vacation I need. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's Eric has always said that he wants this was more. He's not really like this anymore. But when he was working two jobs and one of them was the stage manager at the Viper Room. So he literally had a day and a night job. Mm-hmm. He used to always say that like his ideal vacation would be to get to some destination three days before me sleep in the hotel room for three full days with like blackout Mm. curtains and then once I got there we would do all the activities that I wanted to do I love that idea so I kind of feel like I want to do that I want to do this sleep tourism and then go do my thing (laughs) after some sleep times um what are we talking about this camp has a hearth (laughs) camp bunch of beds (laughs) yes camp bunch of beds with a hearth um fancy camp fancy camp so the the fire is a blazing and it just looks really cozy. It can't bunch of beds. And, but we cut to Jason walking through the woods. Uh, so oh, things aren't, we're, it's, it's not hearthland for long. 
Cut to Sissy and Paula playing cards, and Paula does not want to play, and Sissy's kind of annoying. Is the hearth in the, um, like, the counselor? No, it's in the, the, the fucking one? kids' rooms. It's in There's the kids' like, rooms. Yeah, and all of the kids are sleeping in one big room. It's like, oh, okay. it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, it, like. I'm kind of getting confused about, I, I have a weird vision of, like, one movie that could have been a Friday the 13th. Mm. <laughs> In my head, yeah. where I'm pretty sure in the counselor cabin there was a hearth, but uh, yeah, yeah, and they're so, sitting around singing. Was that Friday the 13th? I can't tell Kim, you. I don't fucking know. Don't ask me. It's hard to Why say. would you ask me? Um, this appears to be like two big cabins one is where the girls sleep, and one is where the boys sleep, and then there appears to be a counselor cabin, is and I think oh, and gotcha, all of gotcha, them gotcha. have a hearth, they all have wow. hearths. Okay. Yeah, they had to do some renos. After sure, all the sure, 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 blood splatter. That's fair. and they were like, let's install some hearts. Fuck it. So okay, Paula doesn't want to play cards. Sissy does. She's kind of annoying. Um, and Paula is like, I really want to call Megan. Megan is the sheriff's daughter mm-hmm. because I'm just like, where the fuck are these counselors? Like, we need to do our job. And where are they? And then we hear a scream. Paula and Sissy run to the girls' cabin, and there's sweet little this little little girl who's named Nancy, and she's like, "I saw a monster." Oh, and Nancy. the girl says, "She's like, there was a monster who wanted." Oh, another little girl says, "There was a monster who wanted to kill her." Paula <laughs> and Sissy are like, "It was a bad dream," and they tell her that they'll be outside the door all night. No monsters will get her, and. They leave. When they leave, they realize that they also, like, haven't seen court in a while. Cut to a bouncing RV. Hey. Hey. And it's blaring some 80s rock music, some real hair metal. And we cut, we go into the RV, and we have court on the bed with a girl riding him. Uh, but it's giving, <laughs> it's giving Elizabeth Berkeley in Showgirls in the Pool vibes. Fun. Do you know my reference of just sort of a Vaguely. thrashing about? There's okay. a, thrashing. a thrashing. There is not much attention paid to the physical work an actor would need to do to actually convince an audience that there was penetration. There was a dick in him. Right. There's <laughs> not a ton of that. She appears to just be sort of like almost dance bouncing on his pelvis. Nice. Um, but he's into it, I guess. Um, because she's like, don't come yet. The song's not over. And he's like, <laughs> oh, oh, I'll try. Um, <laughs> ca- but then the lights go out. And court comes, and she's mad, and he's like, "Well, the song was kind of over because it stopped." <laughs> um, she asks court to go plug the RV back in, and she's like, "Hurry up!" And I'm like, "This she is a real pushy bitch. Like she's she's not pleasant. If she's not pleasant, I don't well, enjoy. I'm not pleasant either when my partner comes and I don't. She didn't. So she, uh, you know what? Fair. I don't know what. I don't want to judge." Based on this one interaction, she wasn't my favorite. 
So she's about to die anyway. Yeah, she's about to. She's out of here. She is out of here. Out of here. Can't get too invested. No, you she's can't. gonna die. You can't. So, Court goes out there. He's sneaking around the RV. He follows the cord, the power cord, and sees it's been sliced. Oh. And then we hear Court, uh. and we're supposed to think it's Jason, but it's this pushy bitch. And he shows her the cord that's all like, like, you know, sparking and. And he's like, unless you want to look like this, we're going to make this place a memory. Drive away. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's vying for Thomas Jean's <laughs> award as well. And so they get back in the RV and he's like, someone is out there. Maybe it's Jason. You know, uh-huh. they get in the RV. The RV won't start. Oh, no. But then she's like, you idiot, and flips a switch. And now it starts. So I guess there's uh- some... Yeah, totally. Whatever. RV yeah. life. Uh, yeah, we, I, I neither. We're not Kim's of car people, but not of RV people. <laughs> That's correct. So, and I'm of neither. So he starts the car, and you would have loved this scene because he's a really jerky driver, uh-huh. and she's in an RV. So she's doing some great. She's falling a lot. She's falling all over. And like, she's really like tumbling, like head over feet, (laughs) butt in the air. It was, it was fun. It was really fun. You would have liked this. Um, (laughs) So she's trying to get up to the front to be like, let me drive. But guess who snuck into the RV bathroom? Uh Oh, me thinks it's Jason. It was Jason. So he busts out of that bathroom grabs her but court has the music up so loud that he can't hear the screaming and we see in the bathroom her face is smashed through the mirror but this is an rv so we see the imprint of her face come out the metal of the outside like so it's like one of those you know those things those pins and we would yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I love it's, those. I love those too. Why do we love those so much? They feel good on your face. They felt yeah. really. My neighbor Vicky had one. We used to play with it all the time. Yeah. Oh, all the time. All the time. So yeah, she fucking needle faces herself through the RV. Wow. That's fun. We, yeah, it was a fun kill. So uh, Court is like, where are you? You taking a dump? Jason comes up behind court and we get a stab through the ear. Ooh. He's always, he's never doing the same kill twice. And that's never. what I respect about Jason. Never. Yeah. Well, you know, never he's had a long twice. time to think about his kills. He's been thinking about it for so long. Yeah. So uh, I appreciate it. And we I can tell that. he put the work in and I see it. Yeah. So now the RB goes flying and it rolls over and it's on fire and Jason crawls out of it. And now he's standing on the top of the flaming arm. Yeah. Jason lives. Jason lives. It was almost <laughs> as cool as a flaming tuba, but not quite. <laughs> now we're back at the police station and Megan is there and she is really sassing her father. She is a real, she is a handful. Okay, so he's like, Tommy Jarvis is sick. And she's like, how do you know, Dad? Did you take his temperature? And then she like mocks, mockingly says, if your mother was still alive today. (laughs) And I'm like, bitch, he lost his wife and your mom. Um, But she's just really razzing him. And then the phone rings and this bitch answers it. She answers the police phone. 
And she says, no, this is his daughter, Megan. He's in the bathroom draining the lizard. And she's like, Megan. And he's, <laughs> this is very unprofessional. Also, why is it called draining the lizard? Why didn't we, first of all, we had, why didn't we go snake? Because your penis doesn't have legs. You sure. Why, why are we draining a lizard? At, like, I've, I have no frame of reference for needing to empty the liquid contents of a lizard. See what I'm saying? I am picking up what you're putting down. I've never put that much thought into the saying. The amount of thought that I have put into it over my <laughs> lifetime <laughs> is more than you would think. Or maybe it's just as much as you would think. <laughs> I mean, you got to dig deeper. Maybe, maybe there's an origin story somewhere. You know what we do for that. <laughs> we post-mortem. <laughs> I'll get to the bottom of it. I'll get to the bottom of this lizard. Great. Um, so it's the cops and they're calling the station and they're like, yo, we found what's left of those missing counselors. They are dead. And the sheriff tells Megan to stay put in the police station so he can go out and see what's going on. Cut to Tommy getting he's he's in his truck now and we see that he is uh looking at a bunch of books um titled things like the dead are alive and manual of occultism so that's Mm -hmm. he's still trying to make sense of some stuff and he's what he's not doing is going back to the institution Mm -hmm. so Cut back to the station. Megan is doing this thing where she's like trying to balance on the chair. So she's sitting in the chair and like trying to like push herself back far enough that it's just on the two back legs, but she doesn't fall. Okay. Um, (laughs) She's I'm telling you, she's a real handful. Kim. She's really silly. Um, Jason stalking, cut to Jason stalking through the woods, cut to Megan balancing, the phone rings, she falls over. Uh It was so comedic. So she gets up, she answers, she's like, no, this is his daughter, Megan. And she's, and she's like, Tommy, oh my God, my dad is looking for you. And Tommy's like, I don't have time to talk. I was calling to tell your dad that I'm positive Jason is out there. Question seven. What do you do? What does Megan do? Tell me where you are. This is what she does. Okay. I'll come meet up with you. Or we will meet somewhere together. Okay. What do you do? Uh, I say, okay. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I say, I am like, I believe you. Mm-hmm. And good luck to you. Good luck to you. <laughs> I'll let my dad know. I'm not going to be involved, though. So sorry. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's that's she should have just said, let me take that message down for you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Put it on a little post it. I've got my little message pad right here. Yep. So she's like, stay where you are. I'll pick you up because if my dad sees your car driving around, he's going to nail you like he's Mm going to he's not just going to let you go back to the institution at that point. Mm -hmm. So she leaves to pick him up. Cut to Jason at the sign for Camp Forest Green. Forest Green. Little little old man, you. Yeah, you got a little Kathleen. (laughs) Kathleen in me. (laughs) So now we cut to the sheriff and all the cops and ambulances at a roadblock where our two counselors died, gullied. Right. And. Sheriff is like, I want all the cops and all the roadblocks. And uh, another cop calls him into the woods. And they found glasses and a leg and an arm. And it's not even oh, from our counselors. No. It's from our camo. Our, it's right. from our our, right. our business people. retreat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Our God, I hate business retreats. So... That cop is like, boy, he sure wants us to believe his story. And the sheriff is like, what do you mean? And he's like, he picked the right day, too. Happy Friday the 13th. The 13th. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Friday the 13th. First screen. So now we cut to Jason. He is macheteing the phone line to the camp. So we now know that they can't make any calls from the camp. Back inside, Sissy has her headphones on and Paula is asleep. Sissy sees a shadow go past. She looks out the window and is like, who's out there? Uh, It wakes up Paula and Paula's like, it's probably just court trying to scare us. This is the problem with the 80s. <laughs> you hate this about the 80s. I just don't know why everyone is trying to scare their friends all the fucking time. And it's like, I can't help but think that that's why we're ending with so many deaths. Because the thing is, is if I see a shadow, a creepy fucking shadow outside my window... I immediately go, that might be a serial killer. I don't go, you know what? That's probably just Kim trying to scare me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see what I mean? Do you see how this is a systemic problem? Sammy's of the 80s. Yeah. Was there a lot of scaring going on back then? Were you guys just always trying to scare each other? We were a little too young to be part of this, you know, culture. So let us know. I just, and like, listen, (laughs) we tried to razz our friends. I'm not saying we didn't do stuff, but we did things like, you know, steal their bra after they went to sleep, douse it in water and put it in the freezer. You know, that's not scary. That's just cuckoo. Put toothpaste on your hand. Toothpaste on your hand and then tickle your nose. Yeah, someone did that to me. Oh, oh, I don't like when people... Do that to burn little baby burns. I know me. Or they put your hand in warm water and you pee pee. That's worse. That's really sad. That makes me sad. So yeah, so I mean, in, I guess. Guys. I guess at the end of the day, is that stuff worse than just being like boo? Yes, because 
my frozen bra did not lead to my death. <laughs> that's, you know, so yeah, yeah, that's my thesis statement. Um, <laughs> so she, Sissy is like, believes Paula and is like, yeah, I'm sure that it's court scaring us. So she, I guess, gets the sense that somebody is kneeling down below the window frame. So she takes a soda can and dumps it on mm, out. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's so funny because you're trying to scare us. She's waiting for Court to pop up to be like, hey. But he doesn't. So she walks back over to the window to look down, and she's pulled out the window by Jason. And she's pulled out so fast that her little fuzzy slippers are left inside. And Paula, who's like only half asleep, is like, shh, don't wake the kids up, you guys, and goes back to sleep. (laughs) Again, you hear a scream, you go, that's probably just one of my friends scaring the other friend. (laughs) Like we do all the time. It's a systemic problem. So cut to Megan and to who's Megan? Oh, Megan and Tommy. So cut to Megan and Tommy. And they're about, oh, so he like was stopped at like a convenience store or something. And she's like, he's like, you know, this isn't a game. And she's like, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I told you that I would get you your supplies and we're going to take my car um, because if we can't drive yours around, so you hide yours behind the shop and we'll take my car. Cut to Jason carrying Sissy's body in front of the window and baby Nancy sees it again. Oh no. When baby I Nancy. say that Tommy is going to have a bunk mate in the institution, it's going to be <laughs> it's Nancy. baby Nancy. <laughs> it's baby Nancy. So cut to Tommy asking Megan to drive faster. Oh, because she's like, you're not allowed to drive my car. Um, drive faster. They come to a cop roadblock. And she tells him to get down. And so here's where we get some comedy. She shoves his face into her crotch. Her crotchular area. Yeah. And of course, we get a POV shot of what he sees. Which is truly the most... Whoa unattractive shot of a vagina (laughs) um she's wearing jeans so we just see some camel toe Uh but like they did it in breakfast club remember when judd nelson like puts his face between molly ringwald's um legs it's just like not the best angle of vaginas and i think vaginas are very pretty but just sort of like between your legs like squished on a chair like yeah (laughs) the best you know angle um man oof I'm just thinking about Judd Nelson. What's and happening? Club. I'm thinking okay. about Judd Nelson and Breakfast Where Club. Where are we going? We went on a journey, but huh. Ketra went on a journey, but she didn't take us with her. Man, when I saw that, man, that did. I went on a journey. Woo! I got to wow. take the rest of my shirt off. Um, <laughs> I. He was really, he was really the beginning I of my bad boy problem. So. She is half wearing a long sleeve shirt right now. I am. Um, she doesn't want to take it over her headphones. I don't. So, what are we talking about? We could pause. Judd Nelson. No, I'm good. I cooled off. Um, 
her now vagina. I'm about him again. We I... about. <laughs> so, um, so he's so he's got his head in her vagina, and they're driving recklessly, trying to get away from the roadblock. I really lost my place. Um, okay, she backs up. She's going to try and reverse it out, and but the cops go chasing after her, and the cops are like, "Sheriff." We have a car chase happening, and he's like, describe the car, and they describe it, and the license plate, and he's like, that's my fucking daughter. Like, he's just like, fuck, you're the worst. When are you going to be 18 and get out of my life? Aren't you 18? Why are you still in his life? Go to college. Um, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's why I asked how old they were. They might just be 25-year-old, 17-year-olds. They might be. They could be, yeah. So... He's like, proceed with extreme care, you know, because it's my daughter. She's driving like a maniac. And uh, she's like, I'm going to get us to Cunningham Road where I know how to lose them. And then we get another crotch shot. So we have another crotch shot right before she says, Harry, turn, hang on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh is right. Now... <laughs> Listen, I'm going to warn you. We're going to okay. have another crotch joke coming up. Okay? Soon. Okay. Um, I'm not a fan. They showed a really unflattering angle of this poor woman's crotch, mm-hmm. which I didn't think was fair. And then they're making just bad jokes about it. And it was cheap. And I didn't like it. And it wasn't Judd Nelson. So I had a lot of <laughs> issues okay. with the whole thing. But, 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 but. Guess what we do not see a single one of in this movie? A tita. We don't see a single fucking tita. Not a wow. single boob. So I said, you know what? I'll give you some unflattering crotch shots. All right? <laughs> and I'll even give you a couple jokes about it. 80s progress. Yeah. So she is like, hang on. But she turns and it's her dad with a shotgun pointed at her. <laughs> and whoa, I was like, whoa, whoa. Jeez. Um, and he then lifts his head up out of her lap. So dad is—it's not what it looks like, sir. (laughs) You're about to get shotgunned, Tommy. So now we cut back to camp with Paula, who's still asleep. Jason is approaching with a machete, and nope, it's Nancy. It's baby Nancy carrying a bloody machete that she outside baby nancy oh gosh no she's gonna need a lot of therapy so much therapy but paula says don't worry it's sissy and court playing jokes (laughs) (laughs) okay like do you think she that was just an excuse for baby nancy or she really thought that i would think that if we hadn't just discussed the again systemic problem of <laughs> scaring our friends Joke so playing. that they don't know that there are serial killers out there so mm-hmm. that's if she, that it's too much it's too much so baby nancy is like is this what being an older adolescent adult is my friends trying to scare me and Paul is like yes that's what we do <laughs> um so she says uh she's like grown-ups think it's funny to be scared again to the messaging 
she then realizes like how late it is. Like she's like, oh my gosh, like actually though, like where is everybody? So she goes to use the phone, but then Nancy, so she like goes to pick it up, but then like Nancy starts crying and she's like, you know what? I'm going to put you back to bed. So she doesn't actually hear that the phone's dead yet. Mm. So Nancy says, what if they try to scare us again? And, uh, Paula says, scare them right back. And I said, see, this is why the messaging that we give to our children, we take it into our adulthood. And, you know, we have to break the cycle somewhere. And it doesn't look like it's going to be broken with Nancy. So Mm -hmm. she takes Nancy back and Jason is in the woods watching. And he's like, damn it, where the hell did I put my machete? But Oh, damn it, where the hell did I put my machete? I bet that is what Jason is thinking. Then we get a shot of the machete that was left on the ground next to Paula's bed, um, all bloody. And I was like, literally, all you have to do is take a little wee lick of that machete, and you'll see that that is not corn syrup. And then you'll know it's real blood, and then you'll know it's not a joke. Remember we had this discussion in Uncle Peckerhead, which we've re-listened to recently, where she sticks her finger in a little red dot and yeah. then goes to taste it. And you, we had a long discussion about how you would never do that. And I was like, that is misguided. Feel like you would. I would do that. And I don't know who that person was that said I wouldn't. Especially I think we eventually this- got to the point that like you would at least sniff it. But I was yeah. like, no, I, I think you're dabbing in and bringing it right up to your face. Especially I don't know where it's going I- in the face, but... Yeah, especially if I have to live in the 80s and I have to determine whether or not it's fake joke blood or real blood. Um, Yeah, that's fair. So so we cut to Megan and Tommy at the sheriff's office now. And Megan is like, he just wants you to check out the fucking grave, man. Like, Mm -hmm. just do it. And... uh, then he tries to say some other Thomas Atkins, Thomas Janine line where he's like, if I had you where I wanted you, they'd be pumping your ass full of formaldehyde. Whoa. He's literally talking about. That's too much. That's death, man. Yeah, it's death. It's death, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bruv. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's intense. He's 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 a loose cannon. Um <laughs> So Megan is like, we tried calling and the, it doesn't go through to the camp. Oh, because now she's like, go check on the camp. That's what she wants him to do. Okay. Also go check on the camp. So, uh, try calling and sheriff was like, I'm sure they just didn't pay the phone bill. I'm like, dude, sir, dude, you just found the counselors dead. Dead. Right. You should have already checked on the camp. So there should already be police at the camp. So fucking true. Your 25, 17-year-old daughter shouldn't have to be telling you I to go there. Didn't you should even, already be there. I didn't even fucking put that together. You're so right. So uh, Sheriff then calls Tommy Jason. Like, is straight up is like, you're Jason. Whoa. And he then gets a phone call and is really upset. But, like, we don't know what was said. And he says to the other cop probably keep that psycho here oh because uh megan is sitting in a chair but tommy's back in the cage uh keep that keep that psycho Mm -hmm. here cage uh 
tell her, tell tell Megan, oh, tell Megan they found Court and the other girl. Uh, Megan is upset and kind of looks at Tommy, like maybe for a second is like, did you kill them? Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, but then she says, wait a minute, what time did this happen? What time did was Court killed? And the sheriff says, between 8.30 and 9, why? And she's like, Tommy was with me all of that time. So sheriff then tells Rick to lock the cage anyway. Back with Paula taking Nancy back to bed. And he tell, she tells her, when you get scared, say a prayer. Then everything scary goes away. Oh, Nancy. Oh, Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. She's, you know what? Honestly, poor let's sweet just, baby girl. Let's just start a GoFundMe for Nancy's therapy right now. now. Yeah, right let's now. Let's just cut to the chase. Yes. So Paula stands up and Jason is like, right there outside the window Mm -hmm. so like we see jason nancy doesn't see jason paula doesn't see jason but we do and he's walking now he's walking along the side of the house next to paula as she walks along inside Mm -hmm. she then goes out the door to leave the kid's cabin and she hears something in the bushes so she goes toward it calling for court her friends are trying to scare her obviously <laughs> should have licked that red machete really should have you would have seen that it wasn't corn syrup but slurp it on up taste. slurp it on up that good yep. good 80s blood but you didn't so you're about to die um she's looking out into the woods and she runs back to her cabin but the door is ajar the door is ajar. So she starts calling for Sissy. No one is there. Now she's scared. She picks up the phone. Doesn't work. It's dead. And also, the machete is gone. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Now the door blows open. Okay? Mm-hmm. Nobody is there, but the door blows open. The machete is gone. The lines are dead. Nobody's answering. Questioning, what do you do? What does Paula do? Oh, no. Do we have cars here? Um, yes. Like a school bus? No, you guys drove here and the school bus showed up later. So you would have had to get here in a car. I think I'm going to... Get in that car and get on out of here. Okay. But I'll, I'll stop by the police station to be like, hey, you guys should go help those kids. Well, I kind of need to know what you would do more immediately. So you were in the cabin. Oh. And the door has blown open and the machete is gone. Mm. Okay. I'm going to grab a knife, I guess. or. Mm-hmm. Maybe ba- ba- baseball bat. I don't know. A what weapon they have there. of some kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, yeah, I'll. I would assume that I would just probably reactively close the door, mm-hmm. and then grab a weapon, and then try to get to a car to get out of here. Is that immediate enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does she do? She runs outside. 
It's a half a point for you. I understand that you would reactively close the door, but unfortunately, uh, she closes it, uh, but then laughs it off. Oh, no. Probably just her friends trying to scare her. But Jason was behind the door. And so now she's thrown out the window. And then we see her body pulled back in. Um, So she's dead. So cut to Officer Rick uh, in the office. And Megan is there sitting in a chair like reading a magazine sketching in a notebook Tommy's in the cage and she throws something at Tommy to get his attention and she has written a note on a notepad but we can't see it we don't know what it says Tommy but like Tommy reads it and like acknowledges something Mm -hmm. then he says out loud what are you drawing and she shows him And it's the crotch shot that we saw. Like, it's a picture of her crotch. But I'm like, you didn't see that. We saw that. (laughs) Weird. Like, also, like, not, I, I, it's not, like, your crotch in jeans in a car is just, like, not your best angle, my love. Like, it's just. Katrin's really asking for some, some naked breasts in this movie. She's real disappointed that naked breasts aren't here. Naked breasts. I'll take a naked breath. You know me. I love a boob. Um, But I also like I love a blossoming flower of a vagina. And I just think sort of like squished into jeans in a car seat. I think she should have drawn a big old schlong. Yes. I love that. A lizard. Just a draining (laughs) lizard. Draining lizard. So he she 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 draws her crotch shows it to him and says you don't like it. And he says, it stinks. Oh, no. Oh, no. That was it, guys. You don't get any more. You don't get any more of those. So she throws it at him, the notebook, and they start fighting through the bars, but then start making out through Whoa, the bars. Wow. And I was like, man. Making out what through is, the bars. What is happening? Wowza. Um, Rick then, Officer Rick comes over pulls her away and then like takes Tommy by the lapels through the bars. Megan grabs, grabs his gun. Oh, grabs the gun. Uh, I thought it was going to be keys. Grabs his gun and points it at his head and Megan. then gets and then Tommy gets the keys and locks the officer in the cage and leaves with a gun. Like I know that you're the sheriff's daughter, but you are running wild, ma'am, running wild. So they get out to the car and he's like, didn't your dad take your keys? And she says, but I have a hide a key. Because remember in the day when your key to your car was just a key and you could just make copies of it and drive it? Yeah. (laughs) Now it's all fair to now it's all like fobs and computerized shit oh. and all kinds of shit. <laughs> like there's no like, remember when the key to your car was just a key and I was like, well, what's the key to your car now? <laughs> no, I as someone who lost an electronic key situation, there is no oh well, let me just grab my hide a key underneath. Yeah, I guess you can't put a hide a key of an electronic key on your car because 
then It'll your just, car will just always start and always yep. open. <laughs> yep, exactly. You're basically like, come on in, robbers. That's so, so funny. now we know that there are are some sparks flying, even though that it even though it was a joke makeout to get Officer Rick's attention, we saw that they both were kind of like into it. Like, ooh, I kind of like this joke we're playing. So then we learn that there's been some character development because she says you drive, I'll navigate. Remember, she had previously said, no one gets to drive my car. Mm-hmm. She says, come on, hot lips, you drive, I'll navigate. So we're in the car. She asks why they didn't just come bring the gun and shoot him. So I guess she left the gun there. I guess she didn't bring the gun. And he says, we have to bring him back to his original resting place, Crystal Lake, which I guess he learned in his occult book. Cut to Jason coming into the girl's bunk and oh, walking Nancy. over to the hearth, and poor Nancy is watching him. No, Nancy. Oh, Nancy. Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. You can donate to her therapy fund at GoFundMe slash Nancy's fucked up dot com. <laughs> he walks over and he stands directly over her bed. And she closes her eyes and starts praying. Cut to cop cars pulling up uh, at the camp. Cut back to Jason standing over her and her praying. Jason hears the car doors open and close, walks off. She opens her eyes. He's gone. It worked. So now she has a skewed understanding of the power of prayer. So (laughs) all of this is uh, (laughs) not looking good for Nance. (laughs) So now we cut to the sheriff telling the other cops to have a look around the camp. And we cut to the sheriff banging on the door to the counselor's cabin. And he opens it and it is a blood bath it is uh, blood shabby blood chic decor just absolutely covered in blood Mm. cut to cop who's at the dock of the lake flashlighting around and we see that jason is watching him from the woods and he's flashlighting around flashlighting around he flashlights into the woods sees jason and jason throws a dart directly into his forehead and i was Mm -hmm. like where the fuck did this motherfucker get a dart cut to very next shot door of a cabin closing there's a dartboard on the back on the back of the kid's Mm -hmm. bunk so Mm -hmm. that's where Mm -hmm. because nice because the sheriff immediately ran to the kids cabins to see if they're okay uh he checks the boys then he checks the girls he sees that nancy's bed is empty and he's like oh fuck (sighs) oh no Cut to another cop flashlighting around elsewhere, and that cop hears something, so he walks towards the sound, being like, come on out of the woods, you get out of here, and I wrote, walking past a giant wood pile, because I was like, is Jason going to kill him with a wood pile somehow? (laughs) Uh, Nancy is there. (gasps) Nancy has run out, and she's like, help me, there's a scary man, and the cop's like, what? What scary man, sweetie? And I'm like, probably the one you're hunting, bro. <laughs> like, probably that one. And Jason comes out. She runs. She bolts. Nancy, Nancy's a Sammy. Good job, Sammy. The I cop mean... 
Uh, <laughs> I actually yeah. meant to say Nancy, but then Sammy came yeah. out. They both work. They, they both, both work. work. Cop shoots nothing. Not a doesn't even phase him. Oh, so yeah. Jason just grabs he's his head. Fucking electric lightning now. Oh yeah, he's electric lightning. Uh, uh, Jason grabs his head and he pops it like oh. a grape. Boop. Just squishes his head. Squish. <laughs> um. Cut to Nancy now running up to the sheriff now. And she's like, there's a scary man. The sheriff leads all of the boys into the girls' bunk, tells them all to get under the beds and hide. So um, he just wants them all in the same place. Mm -hmm. Sheriff goes out to the wood pile with a shotgun, trips over Squish Head. And he's like, oh, Mm. no. And then he backs right into Jason. Ah! He points a shotgun at him. Jason's just standing there. Jason raises his machete. The sheriff shoots. He falls down. Who, sheriff, who falls Jason, down? Jason. Jason falls down. The sheriff approaches. Jason sits up. Uh. He shoots him. He sits up. He shoots him. He sits up. <laughs> Ow. No more bullets. And I was like, Jason has been working out. Michael Myers did one sit-up. This motherfucker wow, just did four. Wow, those abs. He's must be got good under there. Abs, man. He's got um, an eight pack. He does an eight pack. Yep. So no more bullets. So the cop pulls out a pistol. Pistol does not do anything. So he mm-hmm. shoots nothing. So he runs, and Jason is slowly lumbering behind him. Um easily outrunnable cut to megan's car pulling up with tommy to the camp she just runs right into the bloodbath cabin and starts screaming for her daddy Mm. cut to the sheriff running through the woods away from jason cut to megan busting into the kids cabin they all scream and come out and hug her you know because they're like oh we know Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. i guess the i guess we're safe now um tommy is like is everyone okay and then he runs out to the lake like he's like great you're all alive i'm going out to the lake he finds the dead cop out at the lake with the dart in his head Mm -hmm. tommy's got a plan okay so he gets into a tugboat i don't know why i said a tugboat he gets into a little rowboat but it's a (laughs) rowboat with a Mm -hmm. little it's got a motor on it it's got one of those yeah yeah, and he pulls out this giant fucking chain. I'm talking like a two chains chain, like a big, <laughs> like a big like fucking. Where's chain. the beginning? Where's the end? Yes. Could be two. Yes, and it's like chunky. It is thick. Okay. It is a thick chain. Thick with two C's. Yes, thick with two C's chain. <laughs> so now we cut to the sheriff. So Tommy's got some sort of plan happening with a boat and a chain. So far, cut to the sheriff hiding in the woods from Jason. Cut to Megan telling. The kids that her dad will save him, but for now, get back under the beds. Cut to Tommy, now rolling some giant boulder along the ground. Okay? Megan is screaming for dad. And I was like, you are, you don't know who the murderer is, but you are alerting him to your location. (laughs) Yeah. Like, very accurately. Tommy tells her, go use the radio to call your dad and an ambulance, which I was like, that's very smart, Tommy. Way to 
with keep a cool head. Um, Megan's just out here yelling hers off, Dad, Dad! And Tommy's like, why don't you go be useful? She goes to the car, and a head rolls out of it. So now she's just, she's apoplectic. Unwell. She's undone. Unwell, undone, undead. She just starts screaming for her dad. Uh, Cut to Jason, hearing her scream for her dad. So he starts towards her, but the sheriff jumps out and is like, not her! So the sheriff jumps on Jason's back Mm -hmm. and starts beating him with a rock. And I was like, Jason looks um, well-matched. Like, it looks like the sheriff is, like, fucking him up. And is this... Nope. He (laughs) grabs him by the neck and breaks the sheriff's neck. And he's dead. Goodbye. I was shocked at that. I was actually, I, I would have expected sort of a more, like, more of a, a more, fight? Not or even more of a fight. fight, but like a, a more ceremony to the sheriff's death, I think. It was just as quick as everybody else's, kind of, but like, he's such a he main got what character. he deserved. Yeah, he, yeah. So, uh, you know, snaps his neck, blah, blah, blah. Um, dark? I guess I'm reminding you that it's dark, perhaps? Nighttime. Okay. I I think you knew that, but Oh, I was no, picturing that. I know what it was. I was explaining that I wrote breaks his neck question mark question mark. It's dark. That's what oh, I was doing. Okay. It. Yeah. Uh Tommy starts screaming for Megan again. So he's down at the lake and he starts screaming for Megan, I think is what I'm saying. So we cut to Tommy in the boat. Megan is there now and he tells Megan to hand him a padlock. So what he has is the chain wrapped around the rock, mm-hmm. padlocked on. Mm-hmm. He then takes the boat out with its little motor and tells Megan to get back into the cabin with the kids. Cut to Jason, Kool-Aid manning through the cabin door. <laughs> <laughs> and Megan runs in after him. He grabs her by the head, and we know what happens when he grabs you by the head. Uh oh. Question nine What do you do to what does Tommy do? So, Tommy sees this happening. Oh, okay. I thought I was in the boat. You are. Just go with it. (laughs) Wait. You can see it. Am I coming from the boat? Yeah. You're in the boat, though. You're in the lake, in the boat, and you see Jason about to squish Megan's head. Do I have anything besides a giant boulder? Mm-mm. Maybe he's like, Jason, no, I'm the one you want. And start zooming back to shore. Okay, zoom. What do you do? Right, but, but with his chain ready to sink him. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What do you and, do? And, uh, oh, man. I mean, I'm in too deep now. Literally. You're in the middle of a lake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hand in hand. (laughs) He says the exact line that you said. Shut up. He says, it's Jason. It's me you want. Ah! 
Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that sufficiently distracts Jason, and Megan doesn't get her head squished, and Jason starts walking out into the lake. So he's mm. walking into the lake. Megan starts screaming for Tommy again. So now they're kind of doing this monkey in the middle thing, where they're like, I'm trying to save you from Jason. No, I'm trying right. to save you from right. Jason. They're just yelling back and forth. Um, Jason turns to be like, what? Oh, man. Tommy starts yelling for him again. Jason starts swimming towards him. Tommy has the chain ready. Jason goes under the water. Oh, no. Underwater Jason. Underwater Jason is very scary. Tommy. So Tommy loses him. And he drops the chain, not like into the water. Like he's he's holding the chain like this and then drops it. He goes over to a thing of kerosene that he brought that I I missed. He dumps a bunch of kerosene around the boat and lights the ring of kerosene on fire. I hope it's a lighter that he brought this time and not lights a a cardboard match. Lights a match. Lights a match. Lights a match. God damn it. God damn it. At least you got it lit this time, my friend. True. Because there wasn't a rainstorm, lucky. So you you are lighting water. Right. Yeah. True. Uh, ring of fire around the boat. But he sees some bubbles. And he's like, I'm gonna get ya. But Jason jumps up the other side. And so now Jason's in the boat. And he's like trying to get the chain around his neck. But the boat is sinking now, obviously. Jason pushes Tommy. And then I think Tommy kicks him. And... Something happens. Tommy manages to get the chain around Jason's neck. But the, oh, no. And I, okay, so he kicks Jason into the water. Then you know that scene from like the first one where like Jason jumps up out of the water? Yeah, like so in her we, dream. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we see that again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But as he comes down on the boat, the boat like snaps in half. Oh. The chain is around his neck, but now Tommy is underneath of him and now they're both sinking ah. to the bottom they're struggling underwater and i had flashbacks to the older kids trying to drown me at swim practice <laughs> um and jason is strangling tommy megan is crying tommy's body floats up to the surface oh no question 10 what do you do what does megan do she's gonna pour a little out from old kathleen and- <laughs> say it was nice knowing you tommy uh okay. and g- get on out of there <laughs> okay Skedaddle. Is that Megan? that's me <laughs> okay nice <laughs> i'm gonna be like oh no <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> um and she goes to get it goes in the lake to his body goes in the lake yeah if you were about to say hand in hand of the two of you going out into the lake, I was like, bitch, you will drown. Jason doesn't even need to get you. You'll just drown. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't. That was smart. So she tells the kids to stay where they are. The kids watch this whole fucking thing. So now oh, we have to. Nancy. Now oh, we, my Nancy. We, no, we need a GoFundMe for all the kids now. Like, yeah. they're all fucked. She runs out, jumps into the lake to save him. She pulls starts pulling Tommy's body back in. Jason grabs her mm. foot. 
So she's out by the boat now. And she's holding on to the boat as Jason is trying to pull her down. Question 11. What do you do? What does Megan do? So I'm holding on to this to little this motorboat. Half a boat. Yeah. He has my leg. Mm-hmm. And where's Tommy's body? Floating next to you. Like you got distracted because now Jason has you. So you like grabbed on to like the back of the boat. That was still afloat. Oh, okay. So Jason's underwater. Because mm-hmm. he that. is, he can't come up to the surface now. He is in fact oh, he's sunk. Chained. Yeah. Okay. But he like, you know, I would say he's pretty tall and the chain's pretty long. So it's like his head, hit the top of his head is like not that far from the mm-hmm. surface. <laughs> sure. <laughs> not a not a fun place to swim in the future no. <laughs> just, just this floating dead guy there yeah it sucks <laughs> i'm gonna i guess hand in hand like like kick him kick him kick him kick him <laughs> that's all i got uh zero points uh great she starts the motor oh and motor boats this motherfucker's face Nice. And he, Jason is now like, getting motorboat. Sorry. <laughs> Did something? Okay, here's what I saw. I saw Kim itching her eye, and then I heard a very substantial stone fall to the ground. So, what was in your eye? What was in your eye? <laughs> you need to see a doctor. <laughs> I dropped a crystal. A uh, crystal my, was in your my, eye. <laughs> the crystal was in my hand when oh. I was scratching my face. Do you need to get um, your crystal? I dropped it. I got a spare. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got two others right here. Don't worry, guys. She's got some spare crystals. She's okay. <laughs> She's okay. They're my, like, your little... fidget crystals. Fidget crystals. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Fidget crystals. So... So she's motorboating his face. <laughs> so n- now she grabs Tommy's body and starts swimming back. And we see underwater that the motor, like, we hear a snap. I guess we're supposed to, Jason's neck snaps. Like, Oh, it, okay. Yeah. And now we cut to Megan giving truly the worst CPI I've ever seen. I mean... Even just watching a TV show, you know that there's a fast-paced rhythm to the compressions. And she's literally like, compression. (laughs) Sob for 20 minutes. Another compression. I was like, bitch, you are not pumping a drop of blood. Um, But Tommy coughs up water. It worked, I guess. Oh, he lives. He lives. So they hug because they're in a very committed relationship now, which is what we're supposed to believe. Um. And he says, it's over. It's finally over. Jason's home. Cut to the next day. A still lake surface. Cut to Jason's body. Floating. Chained to the bottom. So he's like floating straight. It was pretty creepy. And we zoom in. And one eye opens. Ah! Credits. Uh. 
I love this one. That sounded really fun. It was really fun. It was really fun. Um, I don't know why I liked it so much. I guess I just feel like it like really knew the assignment and delivered, Mm -hmm. but then also just like had. No, it just knew the assignment and delivered. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. I loved it. Um, let me total your points. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streams. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Oakley dokley. So you had the right strategy for your dead or lives because you got nine out of eleven. Nice. For your questions, you did great. You got 16.5 out of 22 nice. for a total of 25.5 out of 33. Woo! Happy New Year to me. Happy New Year to you indeed. Um, that was great. So what... I think we talked about this before, but don't we have another Friday the 13th this year? I feel like maybe I made that up. And I feel like it's like October. Is it October? I I feel like it is. This also feels familiar to me. Yeah. Which is just so fun. It is October. That's Friday the 13th, October. Yay. So, yeah. So Uh, that'll be... Part seven or seven, seventh one, whatever the fuck. So that'll be Friday the 13th, part seven, part seven, (laughs) (laughs) part seven, (laughs) the new blood. Ooh. Um, (laughs) yeah. So guys, we love you so much. We missed you. I got to say, I'll be fun. I'll be vulnerable for a second. I, I, I'm fine. I'm going through some brain I've I'm feeling I'm feel I'm feeling like Jason chained to the bottom of a lake. That's <laughs> that's honestly a really great metaphor for what I'm feeling right now. And so gearing up to like be on for two hours and change, pretty daunting task when you're feeling like you're chained to the bottom of the lake. But god damn it, if I don't always feel great and energized after recording. That's how I feel, too. And that is so very much thanks to you, Ms. Burns. And I just... And you. I love you you more today than Than yesterday. yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Thanks for bringing me You did a great job. Thank Uh, you. I'm really happy that Friday the 13th was, like, the start of our new year. It was so fun. It was really fun. So, yeah. This has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay alive. Put a ghost in me. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.